This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 160 of The Real Word. Word is up. Big show. We've got Zillow buying showing time. Lots of tears on Facebook on that one. We're going to dig into it. Think as it's our first. Do you think people are crying? Oh, I think people are of, bitching. There is lots of crying. There's <laughs> some of that. There's a lot of, lot of chatter going on. We're going to get into that racket number one. We've got some Grant Cardone joining EXP talk. Racket number two. Talk. What does that it's mean? It's all talk. And we're talking about the weekend in the marketeer and how that ties into real estate. But first, racket number one, Zillow by showing time. I think this is their biggest move yet, their biggest acquisition move. Even if it's not the biggest acquisition price-wise, I think it's the most impactful one that they've made to this well, point. Well, for sure. I mean, they bought Dot Loop, and there wasn't as many articles written right. about that. I mean, hello. The company plans to continue to operate showing time as an open platform for all real estate agents, not just those who partner with Zillow. Before we get into it, what it means, agent reactions, Nicole, in our MLS, we've got a whole bunch of tools. Yeah, I could even actually bring it up if we wanted to here. Uh, the CTMLS, which I think, by the way, CTMLS, I've said this before, you guys do a great job. I have access to Mass, Rhode Island, Florida. You guys are doing a really good job. Uh, but of all the tools that we have, in your opinion, mm-hmm. What's the most useful tool on the MLS? Oh, gosh. But that's, I think it depends on what you're trying to use it for. I mean, I see where you're going here with I'm showing just time. You. No, because I go, go we've into got, it. We've got, we've got the matrix, obviously, which is, which is the MLS. And, yeah. and obviously, that, I mean, outside of the actual MLS, all these other tools that we have showing time, Home Snap, InfoSparks, Fast Stats. Uh, I've never even used this one. Emo Viewer. I, Imo Viewer? Emo? I don't know. Nemo? Emo? Remind. Love Remind. Uh, great data there. <laughs> Supra, uh, Transaction Desk, RPR, Realist, List Track. It goes on and on. So and I on like. And on I mean, on. I'm a huge Realist fan. I mean, I love looking at okay. So people's background. Which one are you using more, and which one do you find more <laughs> valuable, Realist or Showing Time? Ay ay ay. Well, I think Realist obviously gives me a lot more information on a on a home, okay. but Showtime certainly streamlines the process when I'm going out with buyers. I mean, you're putting in your requests, you're able to very easily form a tour for a day. All of your codes to get into properties are all in one spot. Um, again, you're getting email reminders of feedback, which is great. Um, again, it's such a, it is a really great tool if you're a buyer's agent. Obviously, if you're a listing agent too, you can very easily go back and look at everybody's feedback. You so can follow the, up with agents. Out of like, the 20 tiles is, is showing time in the top two with top realists? Top two. Definitely in the top two. For sure. I Most think, valuable to I, the agent. Well, I, 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 I absolutely. Yeah. I think, I think no, and, I and again, not just the buyer's agent, certainly the listing agent too, because you have a place that everything is documented. It's right. all tracked. I mean, we send all of our clients their showing time um, yeah. information every single week. We use it to report, to your point, absolutely. the data to the sellers. Like, oh my gosh, look at, here's the feedback. Here's how many showings. And it's all living well, and showing time. Well, and, and, and we're taking that information That's out. the biggest thing, too, because if you have a seller that's like, you know, you guys suck, you could be like, well, we've actually had 80 showings. Right. It's all very much there. It, it's There's there's no discrepancy about what and, is coming and what hasn't. And now all that data that we have, we actually put it in our listing presentation and our listing coordinator, Jen, she uses this every single week to keep our sellers informed. Not the automatic email right. that can go out from show on time, but actually taking the data out, putting it into a specific email that's easy for them to digest. All that data is now owned by Zillow. 
They own all the data. 500 million, by the way, seems cheap. So cheap. Their earnings came out yesterday. Earnings report was yesterday. When this news, I'm so glad we waited a little bit later in the week this week to do Real World. I would have been devastated. If we missed it. Had we recorded. Well, you know that we would have been here no matter what. You've been like, Nicole, you would have dragged my ass into this office. We're doing two this week because this is such (laughs) big news. 500 million is cheap. Earnings report came out yesterday. Quarter four of 2020 was their most profitable. Everybody says Zillow's not making money. They were profitable again in quarter four, their most profitable quarter ever. Yeah, yep. Now the, the profit is is less than 10 times what this acquisition cost is. The reason their profit is so small is they keep buying up what no other broker owns. Well, it sounds like Showing I, think, time, I think 17. I, I think in that article it says that they've purchased, they've done 17 acquisitions. Yeah. So yeah. there are even ones that we don't even know are happening that he, they're doing too. This is a big one. Now, agent reactions. Oh. There's been some tears. There's been some crying. There there has definitely tears been. Tears and crying are the same thing, but uh, yes. There's been a right. lot of, there's, 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 there's been some complaining. There's been, There's been a lot of moaning. finger pointing. People are very oh, angry at NAR. There's, um, there's two Art Inman articles we can refer to. The one about the acquisition, obviously, you can read through that and get the details. Uh, now, whether uh, we, we're going to talk about this more. You have we don't, to. We can't talk about I this whole show. I have still so many questions. Yeah. I have no, 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 so, so many questions. So they're saying it's going to be an open platform. We can start speculating on like, listen, and before I get to the agent reactions, one little thing, and we'll t- we're going to talk about this more in the future. Um. Here's the one thing and, and where people are scared of, right, is if you're in the Zillow Flex program like we are, we're, we're a partner of Zillow. We're a growth partner and we're getting live connect leads. Mm-hmm. Well, we schedule those showings. Right. Who's to say in the future now Zillow doesn't say, you know what, we're going to be better at actually setting the appointment. We're going to give you on the app the option to accept it. If you don't accept it, it goes to the next Uber driver to accept. Yeah. And oh, by the way, that is now worth another 10% on top of the referral fee you're already paying us because we're doing more of the work. It's so interesting though, because I feel like there could potentially be a downside if Zillow is directly planning, like scheduling these. Why? What's the downside? So I'm thinking thousands of agents, somebody's going to be available. that's not necessarily what I'm talking about. I'm sure you could always find a, a buyer's yeah. agent. That I'm yeah. not worried you can about. You always get an Uber Because you, you have to have a buyer's agent going through this, right? I guess that where, where there may be a little bit of a downside, because again, not that agents would ever turn away a showing because that would be in complete violation of their fiduciary responsibility to their seller. But if they're seeing a request coming through through Zillow, hmm. I mean, are you then questioning who's bringing them, who's coming, especially if you're not, not if you're not necessarily usually at the showings, right? Like there's I feel like there's so many questions. Is that buyer then coming? Like, are they confirming with the with the buyer to give them access to the house? Like there's so many uh, questions. No, about no, I think I think Zillow is still going to I mean, listen, and, and one of the. One of the brokers, you know. Things that they say, which is true and is a big, big concern, even if you're a Zillow partner like we are, mm-hmm. is that they're going to potentially turn the agent into a guide, not the expert in the local area. Mm-hmm. And if you're just a guide, then they're sending a guide over. And this this is something that a lot of brokers are saying, but by the way, brokers, 15 years ago, you didn't do anything to actually compete with them to stop this from happening. But it, 
But yeah, if they're just sending a guide over, then yeah, there's somebody guiding them through the home, a door opener, which is what I've been saying for right. how many years on this show, which is why you got to build your brand, right? I'm not even going to get into that whole thing, but you got to build your brand locally. You, if you're on Zillow, you got to use this to build your database so that you can direct market to them through your branding and your local advertising. Uh, that being said, yeah, I think there's going to be somebody going with the property, but if they're actually setting the showing, they become more valuable in that part of the transaction. They can charge more for that. So, so th I guess there's, a, there is there's so a legitimate many, concern there. There's still so many. I still feel like there's, there's so, so many, many questions. questions, so much speculation. Yeah. They're saying it's going to be again, open right now. Because and like like I talked to you about it a little bit last night too. I mean, Zillow in 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 many states is already a broker, so right. they already have access to oh, showing yeah. time. They can already. So, but I now feel, they own it. I know. You so know? it's just it's all very very okay, very so, interesting. So and I, and I know on my IG when I posted the news yesterday, uh, there was a agent that said, well, looks like we're going to have a lot of listing agents going back to setting up their own showings. Like remember back in the day, like, you know, somebody would call you and like you would schedule the showing. There was no showing time right. app, like to right. like keep it all organized. And I was like, oh yeah, really in this market when, and, and I really liked the person that made the comment, but I'm like, really, in this market, when Wait. there's 12 showing requests in the first hour, yeah. you're going to sit there all yeah. day and schedule it. You're going to take the, your, your transaction corner, your listing corner away from their day-to-day -day activities to sit there on a new listing and schedule 12 to 24. You're talking to – there's nothing worse than scheduling with agents. Oh, no, 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 I can't do it that – oh, you can't do it that – oh, you're walking your dog at that time? Really? Like – there is nothing worse. Well, but you than get, that. but even when you go through showing time, you get those phone calls too. Oh hey, you know, I have a showing at four. Can you come at four? I'm like, I requested for 10 a.m. Like, so there's a reason I requested for the morning. Inman put out a, another article, and this is a uh, 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 bunch of agents that have, like, you know, said it. Said it was thoughts. a big buzz. Uh, all right, so you've got one agent saying you're going to see an exodus. Hmm. Really? I, I mean, in this market, really to that point, like what else, what's your other option through your MLS well, instead of showing? Well, the, the, the thing here, though, is that everyone's talking about this, these exoduses, but like I They've have never yet, happened in the past. Well, and I have, but I also have yet to see any agent actually unclicking that button where they don't want their listing on Zillow. Good point. I mean, hello, that's and where you start. You start there. Like, and no agent is doing that yeah. because they know that it's a huge disservice to their seller. I've got one agent uh, from, from uh, Naples who I, I like a lot who commented on my Instagram and, and he said, you know, all these agents that have, you know, funded Zillow over the years. No, 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 no. Let's get something straightened out right now. And, and again, right. He goes by red hot Naples. I, I like him a lot. Um, let's get something straight right now. Agents didn't fund Zillow. The consumers were going to Zillow's app before the agents gave Zillow all their money to take some leads and go and work with those leads. Zillow did a better job than any broker, than any MLS, than any team, than any solo agent in the history of real estate at generating leads. Right. And the person that holds the leads, the company that has the leads wins. All the brokers are like upset about Zillow. Why weren't they upset with the relocation well, companies like who take 48% 
For, because well, they were in bed with the reload companies. Right, right, right. Well, that's that is that's a whole nother to topic. Forty eight percent. This is more than what Zillow's taking right now. For sure. Oh yeah. Well, but again, for five hundred million, I mean, Real G. Why didn't Real G buy Showing Time? Yeah. I mean, it's, there was it's so cheap. It was it was clearly it was clearly accessible. They clearly were okay with selling. They wanted to sell. I mean, Real G ain't got that kind of cash right now. Well, not right now. But this business. Showing time has been around. What did they say? Twenty-two years. Uh, another another agent, in Illinois, uh, was similar uh, in her criticism of the Zillow Showing Time deal. Said to Inman that agents input a significant amount of data into Showing Time, and that she is concerned Zillow is now going to be able to harness that information. I also heard this. I think on, it's all the data yeah. on, a, on an Instagram comment as well, saying, "I am not selling my database to Zillow." I'm not selling my contacts to Zillow. I don't want to give all of my people my emails and names over to Zillow. Newsflash, they already own them. Three out of four of your contacts in your database have already signed up for a username on Zillow. Right. So Zillow, yeah, you've got those contacts in your database, and you maybe know and like and trust and whatever, a bunch of them in your community, but 75% of them have also signed up. The people that you know in your database for a username on Zillow. And by the way, maybe they've got Redfin downloaded. Or, you know, where they have the data. But if they didn't, but if they didn't have the email before, every time you're asking them for a Zillow review, they have to put in their information or you cannot post right. a Zillow review. And, yeah. and so, so They're exactly. Collecting it. All your past clients that have given you a Zillow review, they already have. Oh my. Yeah, that's a great point. You have to put it in. You cannot post a Zillow yeah. review unless you sign up. So here's the thing. Zillow's already got the data of your clients. I, and and I, how, I mean, we push Zillow reviews. Most people push everybody. you like, I mean, it was, it was, yeah. it was a golden way to get come list me calls three, four, five years ago. They already have the data. They have all your clients, every client, everybody out there home shopping, 75% of people are going through a Zillow app and signing up. So there you go. Three out of four people, you know, are using Zillow. They own the data. What does that mean? Everybody has the same access to the same people you live in your community you're the one that's local do a better job branding yourself to your local community you don't have to market to 50 states unless you're an exp agent and you're working on your downline you don't have to market to every single community in this country you've got to dominate your community if you're focused on sales focus on that build your brand we're going to be talking about this a lot more. A lot. I mean, there's still so many questions. And it's definitely not a racket. This was a very cheap acquisition for Zillow. 500 milli. And right on the heels. Ooh. Well, I know I know we're talking about the weekend, but the SNL skit for bit. Zillow. Oh, my gosh. That was brilliant. Link that up. No, don't link it up. I don't want to <laughs> keep pushing people away. By the way, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast on YouTube, you really need to. If, you, if you're listening and you haven't given us a five-star review on Apple or wherever you are, please do that. Because uh, I, I, I always set up all these links for everybody to go to everywhere else. Yeah. And and so, but yeah, that SNL skit was ridiculous. Well, I, I think it's brilliant that this is coming on the heels of that because they're already. That, you know what? And and I, I'm just throwing this out there. Rich Barton's a smart guy. I got to imagine he slid a milli over to SNL. Oh, you think? Oh, for sure. Hmm. Maybe even, maybe seven milli like the weekend. Right. Here's a milli. Here's seven. 
We've got something. an earnings report. What a coincidence that they have an earnings report. No, it's been it's been. They have a showing time few, announcement. Half few days here for for Zillow. And the the Saturday before, they're on Saturday Night Live with a viral Twitter video, which was phenomenal. It was skit. great. Well, I mean, everyone involved in that is great. I mean, Schitt's Creek is is pretty hot still. I mean, it was all it was all brilliance. What a coincidence! I think not. Racket number two. Real estate mogul, Grant Cardone, social media influencer, Grant Cardone, is joining EXP Realty. Well, teaming up. Teaming up. I don't know that we would use the word join. There's still so much speculation here. Lots of it. We don't know what he's doing. We don't know what exactly he's up to, but there's something going on here. He did a podcast or, or some, type, some type of virtual video call with uh, Gwen Sanford, of course, CEO of EXP, and... Inman says, though it remains unclear what Cardone will be doing with EXP, he did recently promise to add Nitro into the... I can see him saying that if you've, mm -hmm. if you've ever followed Grant's stuff. Nitro into the brokerage's already successful strategy. The brokerage, by the way, in June of 2020 had just crossed 30,000 agents. Today, they're over 45,000 agents. That's according to uh, Glenn's co-founder, Brian, who was just recently... On a uh, podcast, shout out to Brian too. He did a good podcast with, with me, Kevin. Haven't seen you in a while. Hope you're doing well. Uh, but GC, they call him Uncle G. You didn't know who he was. 10X I, guy. I, I'm kind of embarrassed that seller, I don't. I'm, I'm clearly just in my little like hole. He, he's accumulated in multifamily real estate, I believe, and I could be wrong on this. Uh, correct me in the, in the comments if you know. I believe over a billion, maybe it's over two billion. I don't know. It's, it's a, a large amount. I don't remember reading that much, estate. but maybe the article, because I did do a little bit of, re I enjoyed reading about him. I did. I enjoyed, yeah. he was in rehab at so, 25. I mean, he's, he's doing it. And a lot of people don't like him. He's a very divisive figure on social media, although he's got well over a million on, on IG and over a million subscribers on YouTube. Uh, he, he can be very divisive. There was a big thing with him, even with Cardone Capital, which is where he takes, you know, investors and goes, buys these multifamily. There's a big thing there. But anyways, he knows one thing about Grant Cardone is he knows how to get attention. Well, he knows sales. I mean, he he's been sales. studying sales yes. for over 30 years. Starting the car business, started this, this uh, you know, coaching training company that sold to all the car Because that's sort of my speculation. I'm, again, I'm, I'm thinking he's like partnering somehow yeah, so, with so some sort of coaching team up. But I could be wrong. Oh, I could were, be they wrong. Were on, they were actually on Clubhouse when they did they this. They were on Clubhouse, with, yeah, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I saw a video of it. I thought you couldn't video while you're on Clubhouse. I don't know the Clubhouse well, rules. Well, but they could, somebody could be recording it, like I video put, recording I want to put the 5 a.m. call on, on Clubhouse, but then there was like this rule, like you can't put it onto a podcast after it's been on Clubhouse. Like, who are you, Clubhouse? Well, they're trying to be something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be anything in a year. Well, okay. So I feel like I already need to get the app off my phone. <laughs> I get notifications. So what do you constantly. think? The I, I have speculation on this. Well, again, I mean, I'm I'm sort of a newcomer to this guy. Um, again, when I first read it, again, I, I felt like it was more along the lines of, of training. Again, he's a huge sales oh, guy. Training? I yeah, don't think so. I felt like it was more on the training. And you have a completely different speculation, he, but you, but you, but you deep, you're, you're a, a yeah. deeper, you're deeper into his life than I am. E exp and, and and I study exp quite a bit. And exp realty wants you to believe that they are training uh, at a ridiculous level with through their virtual world um, and, and that they've got great training for their agents. And, I, and I'm not saying it's not great, but they want you to believe it's the best in the world. Uh, they don't advertise. Obviously, XP doesn't advertise. It's all word of mouth. They've gotten 45,000 agents globally. I think nine countries uh, globally. 
all word of mouth, just agents recruiting, recruiting. agents. Grant it's a Cardone recruiting machine. loves the model. You know, they an EXP agent will tell you we are not MLM. We are not, uh, you know, Herbal Life. We are the furthest thing from that. I don't know about you that. You have to be. You got to be licensed in real estate. You got to sell real estate for it to work. Uh, there's a lot of people that do sell real estate. Great, phenomenal agents. I'm thinking Kyle Whistle, San Diego. I'm thinking Scott Compa, uh, Southern New Jersey. I'm thinking Candace Decker, uh, Cape Coral, Florida. You know, uh, there's a whole. I'm thinking Treasure Davis, Colorado Springs. There are a whole bunch of great agents that have moved their business, their team over to EXP mm -hmm. and are doing quite well with the model. That being said, there are also a lot of agents bouncing out of EXP because they're not recruiters. They don't have a social influence. They're not building their downline. Right. Their stocks are much more restrictive. Uh, the stocks that you're given as an agent than you're led to believe. This is 2020 data. I don't know if it's changed. Uh, of course, you know, my, my trusty uh, mm -hmm. Swanapol book. Yep. Like the the one-time startup fee for an agent is 149. That's classic MLM. You got to pay to get in, so right. you have a startup fee. $85 cloud brokerage fee a month, a 65 per transaction fee, and then once you've capped, it's the transaction fee goes up to $250 a transaction, capped at 5,000 a year. Uh, there's a $40 risk management fee. There's a $25 broker fee fee. Fee, 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 the fee, cap is 16000 Now, w the reason why some agents will leave because of those fees is because they got roped into the stock side, the rev share side, and they don't have the support training right. infrastructure to actually do sales in real estate. Mm -hmm. And you make your money. The EXP agents that are killing it, their first revenue source is selling real estate. There's just too many people right now getting in thinking, I'm going to go lay on a beach. I'm going to build my downline. Right. And I'm not going to have. It's a great company for those that can do both. If you're just focused on sales, you don't really care about recruiting. It's not going to be the place for you, in my opinion. Right. Now, where I think Grant Cardone is going with this uh, is, is here's where he's going. I went on his Instagram the day the news came out. Yep. Elena Cardone, who's, who's his wife was on his uh, Instagram story. He was filming her in their $10 million Miami looking out at the Atlantic uh, That's it? condo. Yeah. I feel like it should be more than that. Might be more. Okay. Okay, I'm just throwing 10 out there. It's up on a big top floor. So fun. See the beach. I'm sure. I'm sure, it's, I'm sure it's beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. He says, Elena, what are you doing? She says, I'm studying for my real estate license. I've got day one or chapter one or whatever, something. And so here's the thing. He's got millions of followers. Right. He buys hundreds of millions of dollars worth of multifamily investments every single year. Now, he's kind of backtracking because he's always said, you don't want to be the agent. You want to be the investor. Now, all of a sudden, his wife's going to be the agent. Wow. He's also always said, don't buy single family homes. They're getting into a company that that's what they do is sell single family homes. Here's where I think they're going with Go it. Go for it. I think Elaine is going to get her license. I think she's going to get. Uh, you know, her name on the buy side of these hundred million dollar deals, these multifamily deals so that they cap out and then just through his content, his podcast, everything, he's going to build this huge downline 
and they're probably going to even offer some Grant Cardone sales training because he already well, has so, all the training. And I was going to say that because that's, again, and that's, I think, where that person that thinks that they could just lay on the beach and recruit, it, that's where they're failing because they're not providing yeah. any additional help. So everyone's just like, forget this. I'm not joining this guy. But if, the, if they're joining this because of Cardone, but hey, I'm, if you I, have to give some information it, or else no one else is going to continue to come or stay. If I join under Grant's link and he's now providing me yeah. weekly training yeah. because he has a sales training, re hundreds of employees, an engine, a machine that can train these people. He probably believes and he, he probably can do this better than, than yeah. some people in the XP uh, that he can train these people up to stick into the company longer, which obviously keeps his rev share up and all of that. It's so interesting. It is because it's how many other celebrities or big names are going to do something similar to this. Well, it's 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 actually it's 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 mind boggling that they actually haven't already. My only fear here is as all of those, you know, handful of names of agents that you were talking about, they're now in direct competition with this huge guy, right? Because like well, he won't be trying to sell. He won't be trying to sell homes. No, no. But in terms of in terms of you know him gobbling up everybody. Well, no, he's forty five thousand people down the, down the line. So if you're in the first wave of EXP, if you got in in I don't know two thousand thirteen or two thousand fourteen, you're actually excited about Grant Cardone being 45,000 people away from you. Because if they bring more people you, in, it yeah, just helps them. It, it, I mean, I'm trying it to understand depends it. on where in the line, obviously, right. and where he, he's joining and under whose downline or whatever. Uh, so it may not directly impact you, but... This is all Herbalife. It is Come all Herbalife. on, Come put on in your orders. People. Let's start, you know, let's start a brick and mortar store um, and start selling my shakes. So anyways, <laughs> you know, here's the thing. It may not directly impact you if you're in the first wave, but it's bringing so much more awareness. For it sure. may make it easier if you're doing the right things for you to recruit. Um, listen, I, just I have so much respect for you. I mean, he should Glenn, just start his own brokerage at this point. Glenn Sanford, was I mean, a, Glenn Sanford was a team leader at Keller Williams. And look at what has now happened. The, the stock, let, let's look up what it is right now. This is Thursday morning. EXPI is the ticker. I think the last time we did it on the show, uh, it's 141. It was just 165 the other day. So, so it's been spiking down a little mm -hmm. bit uh, because it is way overvalued. I mean, there's no question about that. It is way overvalued. Uh, but listen, it was $6 a year ago, hmm. and it's now 140 bucks. So people that saw this coming, now people that do own inside the company, they, they do have some restrictions on selling. They have some restrictions right now before the split is coming. They're about to split. Mm -hmm. Anyways, Glenn Sanford, he was a team leader of about – 15, 20 agents at Keller Williams broke off and started this thing. Billionaire now. Total beast. Total beast. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm, that's why I'm saying I'm surprised that this other guy, what's his name? What did we talk about? Grant? Why does he just start his own brokerage? Why does he even need the Look XP that. model? Ro Rocket Loans advertising on, on Inman. Inman. That's a stock I'd buy if, if you're looking for a stock hmm. tip. It's anyway, very safe. Busy okay. week. Busy week. Busy, uh, busy week. So is that a racket, GC? I still have so many questions. It's, I think it's, it's kind of, I think it's a it's, racket because he's backtracked on talking crap on on real estate industry so long now he now he's in. Well, I think it's I think it's a racket that they're not explaining exactly how he's partnering with yeah. them. Just give up the information. All right, so I got a marketeer of the week quick leaks. I know this was a long show. Mark and and we'll get into more of that Zillow stuff as as promised, of course. Make sure you subscribe to the show so that you don't miss that. Marketeer of the week, The Weeknd just performed at the Super Bowl. Did you like the performance? I, 
I just I don't I don't mind it. I don't need to go on Facebook and say I hate it. It was was it entertaining? Yes. Did I yep. did I eat during halftime? Yes. Oh yeah, me too. I, I was eating. I I was we had Cubans flown in from Florida. We actually our our party we got food from each city. What that do you was mean? you had Cuban cigars? No, Cubans like the sandwich. Oh. <laughs> I was smoking a cigar right after halftime. I ate. Had a little. So uh, I mean, was George it was Clooney it was tequila? it it was fine. I mean, I, I think during the pandemic, you are you are held back from everything that you can do. From what I understand, which I did not realize, was that it was actually a whole story. There was a, the, his performance mm. was a whole story. There was sort of like a, a, a beginning, middle, end. I don't know exactly what that all was and what it all meant, but I regardless, felt like the whole thing was the middle. I thought I well, it was the weekend, you know. <laughs> anyway, I thought it was great. I thought it was fine. Was yeah. it? Okay, so I mean, everybody wanted Shakira and the group that I was with. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? Well, she was last year, right? She was. I love that little room that he was in, though, and he's like, he couldn't find. I'd, oh, I'd like it looked to just like he was there. at. A, it looked like he was at a carnival. Yeah, that looked crazy. And he, well, there were so many memes that came out of that. I'd have to be on more than tequila <laughs> to be in that room. Here's where I think the weekend and real estate tie in. Okay, so the weekend paid seven million dollars. Seven million to put this show on. So did you realize that the NFL never pays the performer? Well, the performer never gets paid. No, why would they? Why would they need Michael, to? Michael Jackson back in the '90s, he requested a million dollars. The NFL said no. He still did the show. You get so much awareness. So obviously, Pepsi, you know, they they did the the show. They sponsored the show. But it wasn't good enough for the weekend. He said, we need that little room that I'm going to run around, you know, like I'm on shrooms. He needed to have that. On shrooms. He paid the $7 million to make this show what he want to get. How many masks did he have to buy? Those must have only been like 50 cents. Those white masks. <laughs> those couldn't he had have cost to. Much. Again, there were so many so, so he put in $7 bad million. things about this year. Brilliant move. I actually was with, uh, you know, three or four people that morning. We were talking about the show. None of us knew... I had a little bit of knowledge. Where on the were weekend. you? Where were you in the morning? Uh, I was at a an club. event. I was yes. at a club, like a private club. <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. Some similar to that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, that I'm not a member of. Anyways, <laughs> and uh, the, the the three gentlemen I was with, none of them knew who the weekend was. One of their daughters came, and, and we were having lunch, and she, obviously, she was in her twenties, I think, knew who he was. Right. And we were talking about the seven million dollars that he put up. Now, I promise you, so many more people know who The weekend was mm -hmm. from, from the Super Bowl show than they did before. I think it was 96 million viewers, something like that, 90-plus million viewers of the Super Bowl. A and think about the age demographic that's really paying attention to commercials and halftime show. You know, like, you know, my parents, they've been alive for every single Super Bowl. Right. Their eyes were locked on the halftime show. Well, but, and again, even, even at my, I mean, I'm 40 this year. I mean, even like during commercials, everyone's like, shh. Yeah. I mean, that you, you watch this. I mean, obviously you watch it's, Super Bowl to watch Super Bowl, but there's, you are glued to that television it's such like for an three old person hours. thing to be it shushing is during commercials. because it's like you, you're dying for the commercials. <laughs> you want to see what they are. Oh, God. The halftime show is something spectacular because yeah. you're not changing the channel. Like right. you're not ever changing the channel. Here's where this ties into real estate because you're probably wondering. Well, especially with the whole showing time in Zillow. I think with, it's a beautiful. With, with Zillow and everything else, if you're not, if your biggest spend every single month, if the biggest part of your budget every year is not building and promoting your brand, you are missing everything that's happening. If all you're doing is going on Facebook groups and shedding tears about what Zillow's doing and not spending a significant amount of money 
building your personal brand in your community, you are missing what's happening to this industry. You need to have a weekly show. You need to be putting out more content on IG and, and IG Reels and Facebook and all these different places in your local community than anybody else. You need to be talking to more community storefront owners via video and podcasts and these types of things than anybody else, which means your budget, your time, your input is going to be high. That's what the weekend understands. This one investment of 7 million will pay dividends for him for many years to come. I promise you that. Are you going to follow him now? Uh, no, but I was found myself, you know, listening to. Well, because you've dun, been, you, because you, because well, we were all, dun, we were all TikTok lovers yeah. during this pandemic. No, but I found myself he, listening to the song more. Well, it was funny because my husband's like, wow, I had no idea these were all of his. These are all his. Yep. All right, uh, that's it. That's Great a wrap week, here. You got to run. We're going to talk more about Zillow. Make sure you subscribe to the show. I love this show for some reason. I hate doing the virtual ones. We're going to get better at the virtual. If you if you saw last week's show, this was a step up, maybe yeah. 10 steps up. Well, I didn't, I didn't have to wear headphones. That right. in itself is a step up. True. <laughs> well, we can get rid of the headphones. Bobby, we can get rid of the headphones when we go virtual. We're going to get the virtual thing figured out. Great show, Nicole. Good. I enjoyed it, and I, yeah. and I love having you back. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you here next week. We'll probably be talking.